Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is David Michael. And I'm Michael Carter. And we are Ridiculously, Ridiculously Bored. Dude, that seemed to line up well. Let's see how that goes. Michael. So, David, it's been a short week for us since we last recorded. It was like two days ago? Yeah. No, not uh, exactly, but close. Um, but you're preparing to go to Hawaii tomorrow for a few days. So if anybody knows where David lives and wants to rob him, feel free. No one will. Thankfully, they will. I will be back by the time this episode is launched. So it's too late, fuckers. Oh damn! <laughs> <All> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> nice try, though. <laughs> How was your weekend? Uh, my three days since the last time I talked to you. Um, I'm trying to think. I think we spent like the whole weekend just fucking getting ready to to leave getting the dogs a place to go. Oh, I went and visited my dad for um, his birthday. Uh, I don't think I've given an update since he's been moved into his his forever home. Okay, no, he's, I don't think you have. Yeah, he. Um, so he finally got approved for all of the aid that he needed in order to get moved into a uh, memory care facility. And because uh, the shit's like fucking six, seven grand a month or whatever. And, um, so he got approved for all that and then the hospital couldn't wait to get rid of him cause he's such a pain in the ass. <laughs> and, uh, so they moved him once he got approved, they moved him within like 24 or 48 hours. They had him there. So we went to go see him. Uh, I've seen him a couple times now in his, in his new place and it's fine. I mean, it looks like a hospital. He has his own room. Um, he's, uh, he's deteriorating pretty quick unfortunately he can't feed himself anymore so he's got to be like hand fed um he doesn't like you know he, he's basically lost all of his motor functions um he can kind of like if you hand him a fork with a piece of food on it he can almost hold it and get it to his mouth but not really so um yeah i mean since the, i think since the last time i gave an update he's he's gone downhill pretty quick well, and like, they've I'd I don't have a lot to compare it to, right? I just have it compared to my mom, but it seems to be like fast tracked here. Like my mom, like when she first got diagnosed, there was still a couple years where it was like what I'll call like 5%, 5%, 5%. But your dad seems to have gone from, you know, 100% normal to 40%, like super quick. I don't know that he was 100% normal. Um, like I didn't talk to him a lot over the last four or five years, like a couple times a year, he was never one to like reach out. So it was always me kind of reaching out and, you know, on his birthday, father's day, Christmas, stuff like that. And we only talked for five, 10 minutes. He's just, he's not a phone guy. So it, it you know, we never really had a deep conversation. So I couldn't really tell where he was mentally but when you and i went out there a couple of years ago i mean it was it's now almost two years ago mm -hmm. it, it, i mean the living conditions he was living in he clearly hadn't taken care of himself in a long time right you know what i mean so i i have a feeling that he was you know let's just say if 20 years ago he was a hundred percent you know i would say two years ago he was probably more like 50 percent, and gotcha. we had just gotten our first taste of that and then I would say he's gone from 50% health down to, I want to say he's in the 15 to 20% now. Um, I mean, we got hospice involved. It's, they, you know, if you, if you ask a doctor, they're unsure as to how long he has. It, it could be months. It could be weeks. 
So yeah. it's, it's, he's definitely, I mean, I, I wasn't joking when he said he's in his forever home. Like he's, he's, I mean, it's sad to say this. And, and I had a conversation with my mom the other day and she started crying, but um, he's on his deathbed. I mean, he's, he's, he's in the last place he's ever going to be. So it sucks. It is what it is. Um, there's not a whole lot I can do about it, but you know, I mean, just obviously make sure that like we went over there, we brought him some blankets. He said it was cold and I brought him some Chick-fil-A cause you know, he's eating the, the hospital food's not that great. So, um, brought him some cake for his birthday, brought him some, um, they gave him some ice cream. We brought him some Girl Scout cookies, like just things to make him comfortable and make him like, know that, you know, he's not alone. Yeah. You know, like. I never thought about it, but I guess my mom is the same thing, right? Because this is her final stop before mm -hmm. the inevitable happens. So, um, yeah. welcome to the pick me up. We call. I know. Please put the razors away, people. Things will get better. Please put the razors away. <laughs> well, I always get asked, like people that are friends and family, always ask me, like, "Hey, what's well, you know what's the update on your dad?" So, there it is, man. Fucking start drinking. <laughs> there it is. All right, let's move to um, uh, more uh, long-term, maybe, uh, topics. So we switched our platform today. We're on a new platform. Yes, we are. So we are recording on a new platform, so we'll see how that goes. But the one thing that I thought was pretty funny is the platform asks for your name when you sign in, and then next to it, it says pronoun. And we had not <laughs> talked about this. Like When I got the invite, I didn't even know you could do this. So on the pronoun, I write the bomb and David logs in and his pronoun is mofo. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny that we both uh, created that uh, pronoun. Am I thing. the only one that gets triggered by the pronoun thing? Like I, I just despise it. it. It just drives me nuts. Yeah, I, I, it's a, such a slippery slope, but yeah, it's a little crazy. And, and you're starting to see it more and more on the bottom of like emails. I've never had somebody say to me, oh, I'd like you to call me he or she or something. I've never had that happen. I've seen like some commercials mm -hmm. where that happens, but I have seen it on the bottom of a lot of emails in the last year or so where it'll have the person's name and then like him, he, something like that. Yeah. I just like, here's the thing I don't get. All right. So if someone says their pronouns are they, them, what does that mean? What, like, I don't, I don't know how to process that. And, and what do you do if, you know, that old saying is, they said this and they said that. Are you talking about this person now? <laughs> Are I just, they I don't, the they in they? Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm just old and stodgy. I just don't know how to process that. Like, what is, like, how am I supposed, what am I supposed to do with that information? Yeah, it doesn't feel, tell me anything. Yeah, I, I feel myself with a lot of things where at work something happens and I end up saying, all right, now I feel like the old man because of, and I have to like comment on something. Mm -hmm. So it's not to get mm -hmm. off my lawn, but it's not that far removed, some of the stuff. Yeah. So uh, I finally watched the latest episode of uh, Boba Fett, which by the way is no longer Boba Fett because <laughs> it's they, they all Mandalorian. Mandalorian 2.5 is what they're I calling. <laughs> uh, the episodes are awesome. I think we're probably still a little too close because it's a spoiler alert, so I can't really talk about it, but... Yeah, it was it was pretty good, and uh, they did way better on the CGI than they did on the last episode of The Mandalorian because the CGI that. on that was fucking horrible. Um, and I also think that like my biggest thing is so it's John Favreau and Dave Filoni, 
And my thing is I'm calling it uh, Favloni. I'm like, in Favloni, I trust. Like, anything that they've done has been good. So, like, the first couple episodes were slow, but if you actually go back to the first couple episodes of The Mandalorian, they were slow, right? There was like a a long burn, and they were in no rush to tell any story. Yeah, but they weren't campy. I feel like this Boba Fett is super campy. Like, the fucking, the Vespa motorcycle gang with the pink and the... Come on. Like, That's the one thing dude? I could do without is those, I, I those four can't. Vespa people. I could do without that. But like things like what I mean by like the slow burn, they're in no rush. Like Boba Fett, uh, sorry, uh, Mandalorian goes to meet somebody. And again, we don't want to ruin any spoilers because it's relatively recent. And basically they're like, here, just wait. And he just sits down on a bench. And then he's like <laughs> taking a nap at one point because he's just waiting so long. Yeah, that's pretty so it's bad. stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so... And I was able to watch a lot of TV this weekend because we got hit with a really bad ice storm the other day. Oh, wow. Oh, that's and, right. Like the rest of the country got hit pretty hard, yeah. too. I don't and know what that's hasn't, like. But. It hasn't gotten over freezing in the last few days, so it's it's not getting any better. So it's pretty slippery out. Uh, one of my friends just sent me a video of her kid falling on the ice outside. Thankfully, he didn't <laughs> blow out his knee like I did. But <laughs> But the thing is, the thing that I thought was funny is I go to this local deli, right? It's half a block away it's right on the the main street so i go there and i order and another guy comes in and he's ordering and he he comes in like full guns a blazing with his attitude he's like the guy's like the guy behind the counter is like oh is it bad out there and he's like this ain't that fucking bad he's like this ice storm he goes this shit's like the conspiracies he's like it's not gonna freeze later it's gonna be fine and like First thing that comes to mind, I'm like, Trump 2024, am I right? <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's, the, that's the first thing that comes to mind. The second thing that comes to mind is, this is provable. Like, I get some of the other stuff you don't like. It either yeah. is frozen later or it's not. Like, there's no conspiracy there. So I just couldn't believe the guy came in that fucking hot over an ice storm. Oh, I was going to bring this up, too, because there's been quite a few videos of people getting interviewed and they're just going off on science, like things that are actually provable. And they're like, yeah, no, that didn't happen. And or they're saying real crazy shit like uh, like, you know, Joe Biden's a Martian. And like I saw a picture on the Internet yesterday that the Mars rover took and it's a picture of a rock in the distance. And there's a shadow that makes it look like there's like some dude like laying down on the rock, you know, like it looks like you Hefner, like, you know, posing for like a playboy, like a, a photo laying down on a bed with his elbow propping up his head. And uh, I'm like, okay, you zoom into the picture. It, it could be fucking anything, right? It's like a rock. That's like probably a mile away from where the picture's being taken. And it's just a shadow. It's like, it, it could be fucking anything. We already know you can't breathe on Mars, right? If you're a human. So, okay, great. It's alien. And, and people are like losing their minds. They're like, that's 100% proof that there's aliens out there. And they're just like taking it and running with it. And NASA's like, whoa, pump the brakes, pump the brakes. It's just a shadow. <laughs> well, it's the old, you know, people see what they want to see, right? Yeah. When, no matter what it is, they're going to do that. So. But, like, look, there's this, the rover's been on Mars, I don't know, a year, two years, three years now, and it's yeah, there's, bumped, like, there's two of them now, right? It's bumped into one shadow, right? So, <laughs> even if it happened to be a person, let's let's get crazy here for a second. Let's say it was somebody who was 
um, trying to get a tan. He's a little bit further away from the sun, right? That's the way the planets go, right? Earth, Mars, yeah. It's further away from the sun, so he's trying to get a tan, and it's, it's not really working, so he's, he's hiding under a rock. Okay, what else? So there's, there's no fucking water. This thing's been driving around for years just showing flat dirt. So it just it doesn't make sense. Like common sense should fucking kick in at some point. You know what I think it is? It's Matt Damon preparing for The Martian 2. He's a method actor. He likes to get involved. He likes to get into his environments. Well, yeah, but see, he's a method actor because he was just growing potatoes in his own shit at his house a couple months before he recorded <laughs> The Martian. I think that's how he did it. So I stumbled across something today when uh, in the process of breaking my wife's car remote. <laughs> she has uh, a remote? She has a remote for the car, like, you know, the car star. Oh, the and fob. The, door, the fob, yeah, sorry. The fob. And uh, the battery died, so I was trying to change the battery. F- fucking disaster, but that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking mitts should not be working on your hands, yeah, your yeah, thumbs small, are too big. <laughs> little pieces. I, I don't even know how they put this together. Like, I, I get that these kids in China work on Apple products, but I don't know how they're putting together this fob <laughs> because... There's three big pieces, which are relatively easy to put in. Then there's these two little pieces, which don't actually hold in the middle. They keep falling out, but that's not even what I wanted to talk about. So (laughs) as part of the, I have to order a new battery. And I Google, uh, sorry, I go to Amazon and I put in the, the number of the battery, whatever it is, and batteries. And what comes up, which I thought was interesting, there is these batteries now that are made with, a real bitter taste to them, so kids spit them out if they happen to put them in their mouth. Wait, wait, they don't, taste don't so bad. batteries already have like a bitter taste? Like, well, I think like you're thinking of licking a nine volt at the end. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, these little batteries now they they make them with uh, they call them bitter batteries. So they're the same batteries as normal, but they're specifically made if you have a lot of kids in the house as like an extra precaution. I thought that was pretty interesting. All right, if you say so. Yeah, well, I just I'm think also, it's funny that your big freaking hands can't like take off a little screw. <laughs> yeah, I'm also the guy who stuck a fork in a light socket when I was a kid. So uh, everybody Amazon did that. that. Come on, I fucking did that. Everybody sure. did that. It got it got to my head so much that I remembered for years that it was my brother. And then when I told him the story, he's like, "No, no, that was you," because <laughs> like, he's like five <laughs> years older than me, so he can remember shit easier. He's like, "Nope, oh, that was funny. you." Yeah. <laughs> Have you been watching the Olympics at all? Uh, nobody's been watching the Olympics. Yeah, I know. I, I'm boycotting it because it's fucking China. But um, all I'm seeing in like my news feed are like U.S. like Olympians complaining about how bad the conditions are. Like they said Russia was bad because remember, if you remember like the last winter Olympics in Russia, like the village wasn't even like the, the paint was still wet on like the rooms as people were like mm-hmm. moving in. Um, like in China, it's like, it's the opposite. The shit's been there like a hundred years and the food's horrible. They're saying like, they can't even eat the food. And, and of course the U S is doing bad. So people are making up all sorts of excuses. Like the Chinese are, are feeding them, you know, bad food so that they don't have enough energy to compete. Stupid shit like that. But the winter Olympics, isn't the one we normally do good in, is it? Isn't it the, the summer is what we do good in? No, I mean, we usually do, we're, you know, top two, top three in all the Olympics, you know, in total medals. I don't know that there's really a way to, to, to pick a winner if you want, you know, who got the most medals or who got the most golds. I don't know. But I mean, in the snow events, like snowboarding, skiing and stuff like that, 
especially snowboarding, you, us usually, I mean, cleans house in those, um, type of skiing jump and, and snowboarding half pipe type events. So, um, yeah. And, and apparently we're not, we're not doing that great. And then like, uh, figure skating, you know, the U S is usually fairly competitive in figure skating, but I guess there was this one, um, Chinese chick that grew up or was born in California and ended up changing her citizenship a couple years ago to China so that she compete in this Olympics. And so she came out and like, I guess in one of her first two events or both of her first two events, like she fell and, and people were like, ah, that's what you get motherfucker. <laughs> Traitor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and from what I've heard, if she doesn't win a medal, she's going to be killed. <laughs> like, like I've heard that actually, uh, is, it happens a lot there, but we'll see. I don't think that this is Columbia. I don't think, uh, uh, don't do an old goal. Don't do an own goal in Columbia. That's all oh, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And don't that was, be a ref. Uh, that was, what's his face? Uh, Pablo Escobar. He's yeah, the one they, that ordered the hit on that Colombian uh, guy in the, the World Cup, like, I don't know, 20 years ago, whenever yeah, it was. I, I don't know how you can play for some of those countries where, like, that's literally, there's, like, here you lose, it sucks, but there you lose, you could be killed. Literally, in some of these countries, you could be killed. Well, so, here you lose, you want to commit suicide because everybody just destroys you on social media. <laughs> I think it's the same. So, my theory on why the Olympics isn't doing very well for ratings, the, the actual sports, I have no idea, but... Uh, I should not be the one to comment on Olympic level sports (laughs) (laughs) or any sports for that matter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Are we talking chess? Maybe I can, maybe I can weigh in on chess. I think curling is your thing. I think you would be great at it. You missed your calling on curling. Yeah. Um, So I, my theory is the, the, it happens overnight basically here. And then when you wake up in the morning between the hundred million ways you can get information, which includes like me getting an update to my phone from ESPN saying this happened in this event, there's, right. there's not, it's not worth watching when you know the results. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of been a problem for the last 10 years, right? Because the modern era, social media, cell phones, notifications, like it's not a new thing. I think it, it has a lot more to do with the fact that it's China. Um, and I could be wrong on that. I don't know. I'm not an expert. But, you know, I, I mean, personally, my personal reasons is because it's China. I have, I have no desire to, to pad their wallets by watching and, and feeding into the, the money machine that is already is communist China. So, and they're already doing some shady shit in, with Taiwan and I've got, you know, my wife has some family in Taiwan. So, um, yeah, I, I don't support any of that shit. Do you want me to call my wife down and ask her some questions? Cause I'm pretty sure she's a Chinese spy. <laughs> yeah. The, the one that speaks Australian. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, look, I don't know what's going to happen with the Olympics, but I, look, it's just, it's not for me in general. I've never been a huge Olympics person, so. Yeah. Um, we kind of glazed over this before, but you know, the reason why we're on a new platform and by platform, we mean like the recording of it. So hopefully the audio sounds better. I don't know. We'll see. But, um, the last, like two of the last three episodes that Mike and I recorded, um, the, the audio never made it like in one instance, we had to re-record the entire episode because half of my audio got cut out. In the other instance, um, in the last episode, if you'll notice the, the episode from the week prior to this one, the audio wasn't quite as good and it was a little bit crunchy for lack of a better term because um, 
they they lost my audio like whole half of the conversation completely gone and the only way i could get it back was to get this backup copy that was recorded at a lower quality so i had to try to you know beef it up and get it back but i was working with the support team for like four days trying to recover that audio and after like they finally came back and all i was trying to do was to get them to say it's gone i knew it was gone it wasn't in any of the places that it should have been like i knew it was unrecoverable i wanted them to say that so that when they did say that i could say okay fuckers this is twice i want my money back and we had prepaid for the entire year and it was was not insignificant it's a pretty decent chunk of money for that service so um so finally when we got to that point i said yeah we're, we're getting our money back and they agreed to uh to refund us for the rest of the year so We'll see how this one does. Season four is the petty season. Last week, me and the pizza. <laughs> this week, you being like, I just want you to fucking admit it. Say it. Say it. Say <laughs> it was it. a total setup. It was a total setup. I'm like, I had already started processing the audio with the backup files, so I knew we were going to be okay and wouldn't have to re-record it. But I wanted them to either find the audio, which I didn't think was possible, or admit that they fucked up so that I can get our money back. Yeah. So... Speaking of technology, I think that's a good lead into, I saw a commercial for, um, the, the company I guess is called Base Holograms, um, and they're doing a tour of Buddy Holly and Roy Orbison singing their hits. Jesus now, Christ. just in case the younger crowd listening don't know who these guys are, they're both dead. <laughs> so... Roy Orbison's been dead at least 15 years, I'd say. Buddy Holly, a lot, lot more than that. So they're using this hologram stuff, and they're going to go to a few sites and towns, so a few towns in the U.S., and just play the fucking holograms and play the music around it. So my understanding is there's an Elvis thing like this. There is a Frank Sinatra thing like this. And I believe there's even maybe a Tupac thing like this. Um, so where do you stand on, here's the two options, Keeping their memory alive and, and their family being like, I'm going to collect off these dead fuckers as long as I can. Where do you <laughs> fall in that spectrum? Uh, I, so th this is the problem I have with it. Um, most of the technology that they're using for this is like the deep fake technology, you know, where you stick somebody's face on another person's body. Um, and then they're, they've, they're able to somehow recreate their voice. Uh, or get somebody who has a voice very similar, like a voice actor that can kind of mimic that person and, and, and do their show. There's tons of them. Just go to Vegas, right? There's a thousand impersonators that sound exactly like fucking Elvis and I'm sure Buddy Holly and Roy Orbison. Um, I think that's how they did the Tupac hologram in Coachella. Like, I think it was like 10 years ago now. It was like 2013 or something like that. But the funny part about that, and I think we've talked about this before, is they never told anybody that Tupac was going to make an appearance. And I think it was during like Snoop Dogg's show, Hologram Tupac walks out and starts talking and says things like, hey, Coachella, what's up? And Coachella didn't exist when Tupac was alive. And it sounds exactly like Tupac and it looks exactly like Tupac. The crowd was like fucking dead silent. They're like, what the yeah. f and, and we've been saying that Tupac is still alive for like 20 years, right? So all of a sudden he shows up on stage and people are like, what the fuck? 
people are like, is this the ghost of Christmas past? Is this one of my three spirits? Uh, it was me? so funny. If you get a chance, go to YouTube and look up uh, Coachella hologram Tupac and listen to it and listen to how dead silent the crowd is for like the first minute of his performance because, and then he starts singing a duet with Snoop Dogg. And I'm pretty sure Snoop Dogg and Tupac, well, maybe they did meet because Tupac, after he got out of jail, did go to over to death row um, records for like a hot minute before he was killed. So, so maybe they did meet at some point in real life, but it was, they were having a conversation. It was pretty fucking funny. You didn't answer my question. No, I, I think it's bullshit. It's like yeah, just it's like watching uh, television. Like just show me an old performance of Elvis. Okay, great. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch the show. The only difference is is you got uh, Elvis's face stuck on somebody else's body. The hologram technology is kind of cool. Like you know, I was a big Star Trek fan back in the '80s and whatnot. I mean, that, we were always waiting for that technology to make its way to to modern technology, but. Other than that, I, uh, I mean, yeah, it's definitely they're making money off of it. But I just like Pink Floyd, like if all the dead members of Pink Floyd were all of a sudden holograms, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't run out to go see hologram Pink Floyd. Like it's one of my favorite bands, but I, I, it just doesn't really yeah, doesn't do anything for me. I like how the band's called hologram Pink Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was just curious. Look, I think it's it's interesting and I do think it is a money grab at the same time. Like, I think it's awesome that they can do that kind of technology and those things that are interesting. But the fact of the matter is, it's just the families trying to score money off this. And look, you see it with anybody who was rich and famous when they died, right? So right now, the Denver Broncos finally went on sale after, I think, like a year of the guy's kids, like his seven kids, fighting over partial ownership of the team and stuff like that because they're like well i know his trust name this people but we're still a kid and it's just it's crazy i mean you see it with michael jackson you know he's worth more dead than alive um nowadays um because when he was alive he couldn't keep his hands off kids to be honest <laughs> <laughs> he was a lawsuit waiting to happen alive at least now yeah. they can't sue him <laughs> i guess they can sue his estate have you seen uh, i haven't seen his other kid but um paris jackson's fairly um public i mean she's on all the socials and stuff like that the other uh, kid's I'm, blanket right that's the kid who's nicknamed blanket i have no fucking clue I, I've, I've never even seen him but like paris jackson's everywhere um, she's ridiculously attractive for being one of his offspring. Like I, I can't, I can't, I, I can't figure out how the DNA worked to create her because she's gorgeous and he was anything but. Yeah, but I mean, let's be honest, he wasn't there when the lady got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so probably a bad choice of segues, but keeping in the school kid section. Oh Jesus! So <laughs> my. Uh, my son has been constantly asking to get screen time removed, right? Screen time, like I'm sure everybody knows what that is. You yeah. set it up, you give your kid a certain amount of time they can be on the screen, certain amount of time that the screen cuts off, all this stuff. So he every it's the same fucking story every week. He brings it up, he argues about it, he asks questions about it. Um, he just won't and, let it go. Yeah, and he gets pretty shitty about it too. Like he, he, You can't have a discussion. It becomes him getting so upset and crying. And then me just getting aggravated that we're having the same discussion over and over. Yeah. So great parenting 101. <laughs> so I went to pick him up at his, uh, I think it was baseball practice tonight. They do it in a dome. 
Way home comes up again. I want it. I don't want screen time anymore. Why do I have to have it? My friends don't. And I'm like, you know why you have to have it? I'm like, you asked for more time at 1 a.m. the other day on a school night. I'm like, so clearly you cannot govern yourself if you're asking for time at 1 a.m. Well, hold on. Let's back up here. What What are his limits? Like, what if he's if he was up until like 1 a.m. Like, did you? He was allowed to play until 1 a.m. and then he asked for more time. Like, what what are your limits right, right. now? What are his limits? So, so what they should be is more than we do. What they are is his stuff. Everything shuts off at 10 o'clock. Okay. And then on the weekends, he can ask for more Oh, so time. that's weeknights. Yeah, weeknights. Oh, the damn. problem is- My 17-year-old can't play after seven or yeah. nine on, uh, on weeknights. <laughs> the problem is, is he gets up super early anyway. So the kind of the concern was if we, if we lower it, he's going to fall asleep at eight o'clock and then be up at 3 a.m., right? So then, he, then we get bothered. <laughs> so <laughs> that plays into it. So that's, that's his screen time. <laughs> Sorry, your inconvenienced parent. Yes. And well, look, we've broken all the rules. When we, were, when we first had the kids, we were like, we're not giving them an iPad on the weekends. We're not giving them one Until in their room. Until they start screaming. Until <laughs> they started screaming and waking us up. And we're like, you know, if we put that iPad in their room, we could sleep till like eight and they don't bother us. So yeah, we do all that stuff. You also so, know if you don't put that iPad in that room, they'll eventually stop. Yes. But that's where the bad parenting comes in. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure. Okay. We're on the same page. Go ahead. All right. So um, he, so that was part of my argument. And so he loses time at 10 o'clock. And then once in a blue moon during the week, if he has uh, basketball or baseball, because he gets home really late from it, we give him a mm-hmm. little bit of extra time. Sure. But keeps asking. And we're like, nope, that's it. You got the you got next 15 minutes. You're good. So I decided on the way home, without anything in front of me, I was like, you know what? If you can earn it, let's try earning getting rid of screen time. I'm like, if you can get your grades that they're over 90, right? So what's that? Mm-hmm. A B, uh, no, a, a, a and up. Mm-hmm. And basically, and they give some other grades, like a one to four. And I'm like, and a three or four, I'm like, if you get that on 90% of your grades, we'll lose screen time. So I brought out his last report card. I'm like, here. And like kind of walked out of the room in a huff. So he starts doing the math. And so he started doing it on final grades. And my argument is there's a shitload of grades here. Like there's like example, math is final grade. He has an A minus, I think it is. But then it's like he has a B plus in this part of it and a, maybe a C in this and an A plus in this. So it averages to an A, but he has some other grades. So I leave the room. He comes back and he's like, you know, if I do the, basically, he didn't say it like this because I probably would have slapped him across the room. But he's like, you know, if I do the math here, I'm actually over 90% in that category. So now it's got to be 90% each. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, no, I'm like, it, it's got to be total 90%. Like every grade has to be that or up. So he leaves. And like now my wife, I go to my wife, I go, Oh, this one might might have bit me in the ass. Like, I got, <laughs> I'm like, I actually have to look at these grades. I'm like, I thought he had some lower grades. That's why I picked the 90%. So um, we did the math. He's actually at 81% of his grades would qualify of his of his uh, all of his grades that he got. Mm-hmm. So I told him, here's something to target. Like here, yeah. go forward. Yeah, but we I did the it was same. Pretty funny. If um, I told my kids if they got all A's, then then we wouldn't put any any restrictions on any of that. But so the first time 
not with my daughter, but with my son, the first time he achieved that, the grades immediately tanked. Like, so, so meaning for, you gave him the electronics and then they, they, you saw the for, so, so for like, like for Q2, he got all A's. So for Q3, he was able to have unfettered access to his electronics. Well, during Q3, his report card came back and he had like three C's and like, you know, an A and two B's or whatever. So he lost it for Q4 and holy shit, you would have thought like he went like global thermonuclear on us. It's like the leash metaphor. You know, you can let the dog out on the leash, you know, those retractable leashes. Once you let them too far out and you try and reel them back in, they're fucking, they hate it. Like, it's the same thing. Like, so you got to be careful because you have to, as a parent, you have to preemptively think about all these scenarios and make sure that he knows because what's going to happen ultimately is let's say he gets all ace and then his grades start to tank and then he gets his next report card and you go ahead and you say oh guess what you lost it he's going to go well, i didn't know that oh yeah. that's bullshit and he's going to lose his mind we've, we've warned him about that but yeah he only listens to what he wants to listen to because i mm -hmm. said two things to him and he walked away at first with only one of them because yeah. i said the number grades and the letter grades and because the letter grades were higher, he's like, you just said letter grades. And I'm like, no, I did not. I'm like, I know what I said. To say you have so, to have all A's. It's yeah. black and white. We'll see. And you know what the most fucked up thing is? Like, if, if, if I was growing up, my parents would have probably set the bar, and we had the same technology then, my mm -hmm. parents would have probably set the bar at like C. <laughs> like, yeah. Just get some fucking C's. Like, just go to school. Go to school. Get some C's. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. I mean, if you don't cut, we'll let you keep your electronics. Yeah. I also should, I should be like, look, math doesn't count either. You're fucking half Asian. Like, you're going to crush that. It's a given. Yeah. All right. So I, I will give you some kudos here. Um, you are already 10 times better than our parents were, right? Because, I mean, you and I had shitty grades. And, well, you didn't go to school. I had grades. You didn't have grades. <laughs> and and you still had, like, a computer in your room, and you TV. had your own answering machine, and, like, you had all that shit, right? Like, our parents were, you know, they were like, all right, as long as you're not getting into trouble, like, they were, they were fine with it. So, yeah, you're already doing a better job. However, there's always room for improvement, Michael. Yes. There is. Be better. <laughs> I don't know how to segue into some of these other topics here that I wanted to talk about. Um, one of the things that I've been seeing a lot on the news is and I hate, I fucking hate politics and I hate politics because you're either right or you're wrong. There's no like in between. There's no, there's, there's no longer a center. Like you're either like far right or far left. I tend to be like, somewhat in the middle and I can lean one way or the other, but I don't think anybody's truly like far right or far left, but everybody's playing like they are right. Everybody's already said like, Hey, if I'm a Democrat, I'm going to go all the way Democrat or if I'm a Republican, I'm going to go all the way Republican. Right. So, um, I've just been keeping tabs on this whole concept of redistricting. Are you familiar with this concept? And it has to do with congressional districts. I am not. Please explain. So this is where politics interesting. drive me fucking nuts. So whoever's in charge, let's just say the state. Now we're talking at the state level. We're not talking at the federal level. We're not talking senators and governors and shit like that. We're talking about like state house of representatives. Um, but this, this plays in, in major elections because 
um, major elections are the districts, they mean something. Whoever gets elected in a certain district, they control that area and you get more Republicans or Democrats in those areas and obviously you hold sway over the state. Well, what they've been doing is the party, whoever's in charge, whoever has the most guys on the on the bench is proposing these redistricting and what they do is they take fucking borders right district borders and they move them so that it benefits their party democrats are doing this republicans do this all the time it's it doesn't matter it's not it's not it's it's a partisan thing like whoever's in charge does this okay so just for myself who's i've never heard about this but or at least didn't pay attention to it. Maybe I heard it and I just didn't listen. So as an example, let's say the streets are from 1 to 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, yep. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. And the district is split between 5 and 6. So 5 on one side, you know, 6 yep. through 10 on the other. Yeah. If one side is, say, they're both 50% Democrat, 50% Republican. So you're saying what they might do is they might move the district to 1 to 7 because if they do that, then there'll be enough Democrats in that district to vote the way they want Democrats to vote. It's, Is that it's what even they're doing? A little bit more sinister than that. So let's just say, using your example, blocks one through five is seventy percent Democrat, right? And blocks six through ten is fifty-fifty. All right. So what the Democrats will do is they'll move the district so that it's blocks one through four for the first district and then five through 10 for the second district. So now it's a 60, 40 or a 55, 45 split in favor of the Dems. Right. So, and it, it works both ways. The Republicans do the same thing. So they, they look at these districts and they try and redraw these lines. Like if, if there's a district that's 90% Republican and 10% Democrat and the Democrats are on the border, they'll scoop. They're like, we're never going to win that district, right? So let's scoop out the 10% to help the other district. And then let's leave that old district with 100% Republicans. So it just seems like playing games, right? It's, it's, all, it's fucking, it's exactly what it is. And it's one of the reasons why I just think fucking politicians in general just need to go. They just need to go. This is the only thing I, I really followed this week on politics. How I guess the it was either the House or the Senate. One of them split like fifty-fifty, and obviously the Democrats have the swing vote because of the vice president. But one of the guys like had a stroke, and they're like, "This could affect fucking policies that are happening yeah. because uh, now it's like forty-nine fifty because the yeah. guy had a stroke." Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. So speaking of uh, demographics. Um, have you looked at any of our statistics lately on the podcast? That was a good segue. <laughs> that was a great segue. Uh, I, I look here and there, but they've been light because it is only from Spotify. Yeah. Um, but according to the data that we do have, we have listeners in 14 countries. Wow. That fucking blows my mind. The fact that people in the United States would listen to two knuckleheads just bitching about random shit drives me like I, I i don't get it but people that hardly speak the language here are the countries that we're in so u.s australia australia we knew right because you had friends and family in australia um germany canada uk new zealand india austria italy hungary and puerto rico well and armenia and mexico did I miss those? Oh, yeah, I did miss you the last did. two. Armenia and Mexico. So here's the thing. On a few of these, and I don't know if you have friends in certain places, certain places, like I know I a couple know people who moved. I don't know anybody in any of those countries. 
I know a couple people who moved to Germany. I have family in Canada. I have people in the UK. So like some of these I get. I don't know anybody in India that yeah. I know of. Um, and I don't know anybody in Hungary or Armenia <laughs> that I know of. So, But that's uh, good. It's good to get out there, right? And that's one of the things with, look, we have fun while doing this, which is great. But the continuing to do it, you know, even the YouTube channel, which you've abandoned. Fuck you. And, and this new podcast method that we're using, we can't even go back to it because right now we're not in the uh, record video option. <laughs> There's still like a bunch of views every month that happens there. Yeah, people are still watching. So, In fact, my mom, I think she finally caught up on the 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 video episodes that are still out there on YouTube and what do we like I think episode 36 was like the yep. last episode. So we've almost been away from YouTube as long as we were there. Um she, she calls me up and she's like, hey, when did you guys stop doing the podcast? I'm like, did you even fucking watch the episode? Like it literally tells you like where the next episodes are. <laughs> you should have told her QAnon has stolen the other episodes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So going from there, let's talk a little bit about feedback and support because you have uh, a lot of that information. Yeah, I just wanted to put it out there. So when we were on YouTube, people used to be able to leave comments on videos, and some people did, and sometimes we had to delete the comments, and sometimes we didn't. Um, but I know that that's important. So, um, you know, obviously, we want to know what to talk about. We, we just kind of throw our own shit out there and see what sticks. But if you guys have ideas that you want us to touch upon, um, anything from just crazy ideas to, hey, can we hear more f about this? Or, hey, you guys talked about this 20 episodes ago, but you haven't talked about it since. Let us know. There's a couple different ways to do that. One, you can email ridiculouslybored at gmail.com. Okay. Um, you can rate us on Spotify. You can rate us on, I think, Amazon Music. I think Apple Music. All of those systems, platforms allow ratings and then we're on a couple of new um platforms that like i added us to iheart uh radio we were kind of applied to, to be on iheart radio for gosh months and then they like never got back to us and then they finally got out there we don't have any data on iheart radio well, actually no we do now because we're on there i guess well it's, it's already up to like 12 percent of our listeners so that's kind of crazy and that's i mean that's only been a few weeks as far as i know um the other thing was there was is a platform called Reason, all right? And I hadn't even I didn't even know about Reason. So s somehow we got submitted and they picked up our feed and we are on Reason now, but Reason has the ability to comment on episodes. So I went in and claimed our account and so if you go to Reason and you listen to the podcast there and you want to say tell us how bad the episode sucked, you can say it on Reason and we'll get that feedback so lots of different ways to communicate with us ridiculously bored at gmail.com probably the best you can also go to www.ridiculouslybored.com and that's where you get kind of access to all of the the different platforms that we're on and uh you can support us as well uh this uh these these fucking miserable platforms that we keep jumping from in order to make the quality better cost money and it's coming uh coming straight out of our pocket so um, we already have a few folks out there that are supporting us. Thank you to those folks. I won't name Holla. names because not everybody wants to be uh, glorified. But uh, if you do, let me know. I'd be happy to to throw you a, um, a mention on the, on a future episode. But thank you, those guys that are supporting us, those men and women that are supporting us. And, um, well, I thank you. Mike doesn't thank you because he's a prick. But other than that, I think uh, you you can tell that we're we're genuine. 
Remember when you comment that the best thing that's happened to this podcast was that episode that David's uh, sound was lost. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. All right. With that, on our new podcast, I am Michael Carter. It's not new. We're on a new platform. Sorry. With that, on our new platform, I am Michael Carter. And I'm David Michael. And we are Ridiculously Bored. (laughs) 